Welcome to the Specify Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Tas Nakagawa of Castagra Products. Each week, I talk to leaders and experts about how to overcome adversity, grow massive organizations, and how to create meaningful change in the building materials and construction industry. Today's guest is Ron Nussbaum. He's the founder at BuilderComps. So Ron, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk today. Yeah, I know. Excited. I always like people that have a construction background, but also you have an entrepreneurial side too. So I'm excited to learn more. Yeah, absolutely. It can kind of be an interesting story and an interesting how we got here. But the good thing is we got here. That's the key. So residential construction, how'd you get into that? So when I got the Marine Corps in 2011, I was looking for like, what does that transition look like? My Marine Corps career was cut shorter than what I would have liked it to be. So I wasn't necessarily like, here we are. I had this whole plan. It was like, here we are. I landed in Michigan. I'm originally from Ohio, but my wife was from Michigan. She wanted to be back by her family. So it led me to looking for what does that transition look like? And I kept seeing this ad on Craigslist for a foreman and training role. And I wouldn't apply because I had no construction experience. One day I looked in the mirror and I was like, damn it, you're a United States Marine. If you want to go work in construction, you can. And I applied for the ad and I got the job. And you can say the rest is history with me in residential construction at that point in time. I fell in love and that's what I did for well over a decade. Yeah. I mean, for people that don't understand residential construction, I mean, what are the things that you need to know to be successful? (laughs) I think you got to go in there and you have to have an attitude that you are going to learn every day. I was working with a bunch of guys that had construction management degrees. I I had none of that. Four years in the Marine Corps and a tour to Iraq. Like that's what I had showing up to the job site to run the jackhammer on day one. But I had understanding that if I showed up every day and I was willing to learn and then implement the stuff I learned, that no one there could hold me back. I would be able to continue to grow and grow through the construction industry because it really is an industry that rewards hard work, your ability to learn, and then apply those principles. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to be able to figure it out. You can get in there And you can really carve your own path if you want to. Sure. And how did you carve your path through there? So I've done everything from digging the hose to running the company. And that all started by being a laborer on a crew and then working into becoming a foreman and then a field supervisor and then moving into running operations and running the company. And then I even did a stent in the sales department as well, just continuing to evolutionize my career path and always be in that learning mindset. How do I become better at what we do every day? Yeah. I mean, so transitioning from different areas or across departments, did you have to ask for those roles or did you naturally get offered into them or and stuff like that? A combination. I think you have to let your expectations be known. Like I didn't just want to be a laborer or a crew guy for my whole life. So I let my expectations be known. Like I want to be a foreman or I want to be the one in charge. I want to run the operation. And then I wanted to go into sales because I felt like that was 
see, I had to sit in. I had to understand that aspect of the business as well, just to be a well-rounded individual. So I would just let my expectations be known, like, this is what I want to do. How do I get there? And then just work until I got there. Yeah, I talked to someone recently that wanted to become well-rounded to start a business and had a long-term vision. Was that part of the being well-rounded is you wanted to start a business or buy a business? No, you know, I, why I was doing that kind of stuff, we had entrepreneur stuff happening and it was just my my desire to grow. Like I, I just, tr- I'm, a, I'm a personal development, not necessarily junkie, but like read 60, 70 books a year, like just... I want to absolutely be the best Ron I can. And by continuing to invest in myself and growing and having that understanding, I can leap and bounds myself over and over. So that's what it, the desire really came to. It's just to be the best. I want to be the one that you know is responsible. Like I'm not afraid of that. So getting in there and taking that responsibility, I just had that desire. And I just went after it. Wonderful. So how did you get into your first entrepreneurial like opportunity? I was raised around entrepreneur and business. My parents built the Amway business when I was growing up. So I got to travel around and watch people build businesses most between my dad and all his friends. Like they were all business owners. So I was raised around that. And it's really something that was in my blood. I just started rocking and rolling from flipping cars to make ends meet when I got out of the Marine Corps to buying and selling a cleaning company and just going in there and changing the operations operations around to where it was scalable and it could sell to now moving into becoming a tech founder with zero tech background. I, I think it's just something that's in my blood. It's something that... I continue to educate myself on and continue to grow because that is the path I want to travel. And we all know the entrepreneur path is glittered with potholes. So you have to be willing to constantly be working on yourself to get through it. So how did the tech venture come to be? I had come up with, it wasn't even developed. I can say developed, but I had... One night I was laying in bed and I dealt with escalated customers, didn't want to deal with escalated customers. And I was like, how do I not do this? Everything came back to communication. And one night I'm laying in bed and it hit me. I was like, if I just had software that helped clients talk to the right people and everybody was on the same page and I made a record of all the communication pictures and documents for each project, my life would be a lot easier. So I got out of bed, put together, I call it a haphazard at best PowerPoint presentation on what I thought this should look like. And I went down the road of starting to pitch that. And I heard a lot of no's, a lot of great ID, but you're probably not the guy because I'm not from Silicon Valley. I'm not backed by $10 million. But I said, I am the guy. Like there's nobody else that's going to go do this. So I'm going to go do it which led me down the road to being accepted into the 10X incubator. I was one of 23,000 companies that applied and one of less than 100 that got accepted, which led me to an introduction to Jared Yellen in Project 10K, which was really the catalyst to us being able to bring Buildercoms to market. So that is my non-technical 
tech founder journey. I went out and I found people that are really, really good at that side of the business. And I partnered with them. With so many applicants and you being shortlisted as one of the, I think you said a hundred. I mean, I'm not sure if you talked to the judges, but why do you think you made it to the last pool? What, what set you apart? <laughs> so I might have a kind of an inside view on this is, yeah, we, it was a five minute pitch, like, and then a follow-up hour conversation. So you had five minutes to pitch your ID and then you got an, if you made it, if they thought it was valuable from there, you made it to an hour conversation. I was in the middle of doing 75 hard, which I credit all the success to for this. So I got out of the Marine Corps. I ended up getting fat and lazy and I had kind of lost my way. I lost my edge and I had this ID I was working on trying to do something with it, but I wasn't in the mentor state to do this. Like I just didn't have the, I just wasn't run. I wasn't, I didn't have my edge to go do this. And I started doing 75 hard. That's when they rolled the 10 X incubator out. And I really believe that is why it all came together is because I was like 60 days into this. I had my edge. Like I felt like the Ron that graduated Paris Island in 2007, I was confident. I knew exactly what I wanted and I was able to deliver that message and I was able to sell myself as the guy to go do it. And the reason was, is because I was just highly disciplined and I had my edge. If I remember correctly, 75 hard goes for, like you said, 75 days and there's a break or something like that. It's been a while since you, I think you did that. So how have you tried to maintain your edge? (laughs) So I've done, I did 75 hard. I did the live hard, which is the entire year. I've done another round of 75 hard. I just try to make it out of my life now because I, what I found is what we do is we take so much time trying to run from discipline, like our entire life. We run and try to just get away from discipline. How can we have the least amount of discipline? But where we find the most success is when we're willing to lean into that discipline and not be afraid of it. So I just try to make it part of my life. I'm getting ready to do this 90-day chat, like this 90-day deal where I'm just going to pour everything into my life. Like I, I always say I live 90 days at a time, just creating that outcome for the next 90 days. Well, I haven't done a good job of doing that with my business. So I need to focus 90 days at a time on my business as well as myself to be able to get that outcome. I think we can get hung up on like the long-term vision, especially as founders and visionaries. Like we're always like out in the clouds somewhere thinking about what the future is. But what we really need to do is focus on the 90 days right now. So starting in September 1st, I'm going to do 75 hard in phase one, which is 95 days total. If you do it straight through, Starting September 1st, I'm going to do it straight through and I'm going to focus 90 days, which is going to be 95 days on being the absolute best I can be in every aspect of my life and in my business. And it's going to take a lot of discipline to do that. But doing stuff like that is what continues to keep your edge. And what's amazing is the amount of growth that you can shrink down into a 70, 90 day period 
is unbelievable. When you become extremely focused and extremely disciplined on what you're doing, you just hurt her, everybody else out there that where they're at, like you're they're they're running a sprint and you show up and you're running a marathon, but you're running the marathon faster than they can even run the sprint. That right there is how you keep your edge. All right. So 90 days, you describe some aspects of the other areas, but for your business, describe to me what that looks like. September 1st comes for 90 days. You're trying to be the best that you can possibly be for your situation. What Mm -hmm. does that entail? So I want to add $5,000 a month in MRR by the end of the 90 days. So, and then I want to have that. So it's maintained for 90 days after that. So we are a subscription-based software. And my goal is to add 50 to 100 new paying users in the next 90 days, starting September 1st. And anybody out there that's ever built a SaaS platform or any kind of any startup that's brand new, you know, that's not the easiest thing to go do. So I'm going to become extremely focused on that. And how do we deliver for those 50 to 100 customers? I'm actually capping it. I just made the announcement today is I'm going to bring on no more than 150 new users before the end of the year. So we can really hone in on exactly what our system is and what the processes are and what makes sense for our customers. So going into 2024, if we want to put the gas pedal on, we can do it, but we can still deliver for our clients. Okay. Very cool. You have a podcast, you know, you've done a bunch of interviews. What are some memorable things you've learned talking to other people in construction or entrepreneurs or stuff like that? I think Podcasts like this, my podcast, is some of the greatest information that's ever changed hands. I look back at 2011 when I got into construction and was like, man, it was all book on tape. Like I drove an hour. I was listening to literally CDs in my car driving to work and back. And with podcast, like you can shorten that learning curve so much. Like guys get on there and they have these conversations about how they built million dollar, five million dollar, ten. I interviewed Tommy Malo. He built a two hundred million dollar a year garage door company. The knowledge that's out there is amazing. And one of my biggest takeaways recently was Mike Claudio on my podcast talking about how you can only focus on so much. Like you can only focus on about four things. And after that, everything is, you just get stretched too much. Like you have to just be willing to focus on that. So like I focus on, I want to be the absolute best father I can be. I want to be the absolute best husband I can be. I want to be in the best possible shape I can be. And I want to be the best founder I can be for my company. That there is what I'm focused on. That's the next 90 days when I talk, like that is what I'm pouring into. I'm pouring into myself, my son, my wife, my business. Anything beyond that, you start to stretch yourself too thin. But here's where the magic happens and what people forget. Doesn't mean we're bad at everything else. And I think I've been overcritical of myself where I think if I'm not focusing on everything, like I'm bad at it or I'm not doing that justice, but it's just, that's not the focus for that time in your life right then. 
And to me, hearing that put in those words has been super impactful. It actually impactful enough that I've now shared it on a few different podcasts because I truly think that's what we do. And we get so worked up and we get so in our heads that I'm failing at these other aspects when you're not failing. It's just not the season for them right now. And you need to be focused on what moves the ball for you right now. What does that look like? How do you become, like I say, the best Ron? Like, how do you become the best you? And you can only focus on four things at a time. Those seasons will flow. My seasons will flow. Eventually, I'll be focused on another four things or it'll change a little bit or you know you you get to a certain physical health perspective like it's just maintaining it it doesn't have to be a focus you're just maintaining it and once again it doesn't mean you're bad at that stuff it just means it's not the main focus right now well said is there anything that i did not ask you but you wanted to share <laughs> no i mean sometimes i i can you know, ramble on for a little bit. But I mean, I think you do a great job. You have a great show. And, you know, it, it's just about getting the information out there and then people taking action on it. I watched too many guys have great conversations, have great thoughts, have a great vision, and then they never do anything about it. So don't be afraid to just go do it. It's going to be awkward. It's going to feel weird. I do stuff today that is awkward and feels weird. You talked to me a year and a half ago about doing podcast interviews or having my own podcast. I would have laughed at you. And here I am. It's about getting outside of that comfort zone and taking some action and taking the stuff that you learn on podcasts like this right here and implementing it in your life every day. Makes sense. Thank you, Ron, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Specify Growth Podcast today. Make sure you check out youtube.com forward slash Tats Talks for video of today's podcast. Hit the subscribe button for upcoming episodes. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.